Hi, welcome back to another episode of Not a Girl Boss. I'm McKenna. And I'm Peyton. And on this week's episode, we thought that we would kind of, I was going to say hop on the trend, but I'm not even sure if it's really a trend, but we're going to play the We're Not Really Strangers game. Yes. Uh, Not going to lie, we totally saw um, Alicia Marie and Remy Ashton do this on On their podcast. Pretty basic, yes. I love. And we were like, "That's such a great idea," or it could be a terrible idea. This could be the end of our friendship, because these are some like these are some like deep questions. Also, I wanted to say that we do apologize for not posting last week, but that was because McKenna and I were together in person. Cue the pretty music for the first time. Exactly. Cue the lovely friendship montage. Um, it was fantastic. I went to New England for the first time ever. Got to see Boston, got to see Newport Beach, got to see a lot of cool things. Um, she saw a lot yeah, of people doing... in, she saw a lot of people in Sperry's and wearing Vineyard Vines. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very much like our college campus, but on a bigger scale. And yeah, it was interesting to say the least. Um, but since yeah. we were busy doing that, exploring, and I was being shown around, we did not have time to record a podcast, but hopefully you saw our post on Instagram and got a little taste of yeah. what that was like. Um, yeah. But we're back we, this week, and we hope that this episode will be lots of fun. Yeah, we wanted to, like, actually be present together because we haven't seen each other in a minute. So, yeah, I yeah. kind of went to her first Red Sox game at Fenway. And she's a Yankees yes. fan. Yes, I am. I was under. So, I bought a Red Sox t-shirt and everything. It felt very strange. I was she was for more they were my enthusiastic own than me. You were more enthusiastic yeah. than me. Which is saying yep. something. I just like sports. So I was into it for the night. And then I literally wore my Yankees <laughs> shirt on the plane to come which to Which I said uh, that is New the England. dumbest so. thing you could do wear a Yankees shirt like coming into Massachusetts that's just a recipe for getting beat up (laughs) I did it though I survived and then I bought a shirt so they'll never know where my true allegiance lies yeah but yeah it was Mm -hmm. it was fun we had that little break and people really liked our Instagram posts that we made so happy about that that's because McKenna was on the cover I persuaded her to be on the cover. <laughs> Everyone liked it because she was there. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, I did kind true. of use it as an opportunity to make um my sort of Instagram debut. Yeah. It was fun. I never post on Instagram. So this was a a small taste of what it's like to be an influencer. And now it's time to play the game. So I am going to be Vanna White today because I have the game with me and McKenna does not. So I will explain the instructions. It's not really like a game, but like, I don't know. Um, essentially, there are three different levels. It's, it's like a card game. And there are three different like groups of cards. Um, and on these cards have like questions um some of them are also wild cards 
which like have the two players like I don't know do like a task or something not a task but like have them do something together or whatever I don't know but the majority I've seen of them it be are, like a truth or dare yeah the majority of yeah. them are just questions and so level one is called perception and it's about gaining perspective on how your friend sees you it's also a test of how well you know each other answer with the first response that comes to your mind if guessed incorrectly feel free to reveal the actual answer we've done we've done something like that before on the podcast but these are more like vague questions not as specific yeah. as our ones before um <laughs> and then level two is called connection and these are like the deep personal <laughs> questions um, yeah it says this round is about asking the rarely asked questions and connecting on a deeper level so I don't know we'll we'll see how that <laughs> impacts us and then the third level is called reflection and it just says time to reflect on your game experience um so it like I don't know has different things about like setting intentions and whatever um but I think that part (laughs) well because McKenna is not a very reflective person (laughs) but we could we could do like one of them or something but I think doing like the the first and second level ones more will kind of be fun so yeah let's do it so I also I also kind of peeked at these beforehand and some of them I was like oh my god I hope we don't get that I'm randomly picking them okay okay all right Ah, oh my gosh okay so this is uh, this about me what qualities do you think I need most in a long-term partner? What do I tend to go for? That's Ooh. the question. Okay. I think, okay, what qualities do you need most in a partner? I think you need somebody who is patient. Um, I think you need... Patient with me? What? Just like a patient person in general. Because like, sometimes you can get stressed out and you need somebody who's going to be calm in like stressful situations okay like you need somebody who's going to ground you okay that's a bad answer i i think that (laughs) oh my god first question i'm already offended (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean to offend okay I think that you need somebody who is able to stay calm in high pressure situations and kind of ground you when things can get really stressful. I think you need somebody who is a good listener. I think you also need somebody who is spontaneous, who's going to push you to go outside of your comfort zone. Those are a couple qualities. I don't know how many I'm supposed to name. So I think those are three. The second part, what do you normally go for? TBD. Wait, this is kind of fun. I'm dead. Next question. That was a good answer. I think that was a pretty good answer. Thank you. I think that's good. 
What do you think I spend most of my time thinking about these days or who? <laughs> that is so easy. Oh boy. Your boyfriend. <laughs> who? Your boyfriend. And that makes sense because you are in a you are in a long-term relationship that you actually see going somewhere. And you're also in a long term you're in a long distance relationship. So I think that can a lot of times be a little more difficult to navigate than like relationship where you're seeing them in person all of the time. Um, so that, but I also think what, obviously school and gr graduating post-grad, what you're going to do after you're graduating um, I think yeah. any anything you're currently working on, you're thinking about. So like your thesis, your podcast, graduating, school, you know? Yeah, there's always a lot going on, but that's yeah. correct. All of that is very much correct. I literally can't yes. deny any of those things. So when do you think I am most in my element? What am I doing or who am I with? Ooh. I think you're most in your element. Oh gosh, please don't get mad at me. I think you're most in your element though when you're working on like graphics and social media and stuff and working on Canva. Maybe that's like most in your element as far as like career things go. Um, maybe personally you're most in your element when you're at like coffee shop or a thrift store. Okay. I think those are your happy places. Um, but in your element okay. for like work, I definitely think it's doing creative projects. Um, I say Canva because Peyton is always on Canva when it comes to like not a girl boss stuff. And I appreciate it so much because between the two of us, she is definitely the one that has the eye for things. <laughs> um, and then who, I mean, I could say me, but I yeah. think honestly, you're probably most in your element when you're maybe by yourself, like just kind of like yeah. content. I think that you enjoy, you really know how to value alone time in ways that I don't quite get yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. And I admire that. I yeah. think that that's good that you know how to like spend time on your own and be content with that. I think mm -hmm. I just like being around people. Yeah. So the whole like alone time, unless I'm like in my room, I don't like to go out and be alone. And I think that that's cool that you're comfortable with doing that. Mm -hmm. But then like, I'm also here. So if you want somebody to hang out with, <laughs> it's me. Um, I think those are good answers. I, for me, think I'm most in my element when I'm in my room dancing, personally. Oh, that is a good answer. Yeah, I think. That makes sense. I have done that since I was so young. And like when I moved to college, and had to share a dorm room and also like a really I was in a really small space I couldn't dance in my space anymore and it literally was it was like awful it I didn't realize how much I did it and how much I needed it it was like yeah my release it was something that I really needed to do so probably that I also yeah I agree with doing like creative things with that. I think writing is yeah. with that. I am much more comfortable with writing than 
doing really anything else creative. Yeah, and I also would probably say with you or by myself, but that sounds depressing. So I'll say you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Okay. This one's me, right? I have to ask yeah. you. <laughs> it's a wild card. Do your best impression of me. I literally. I already just, know what you're going to do. I just did it before this podcast started. I'm chilling. You can't, you can't see me, but I'm doing peace signs. I'm chilling. I do do that in embarrassing. Let me think. Let me say. <laughs> also, I apologize if you guys can hear thunder. Um, there's a massive storm outside. So we love that. I can't hear it. What are some of my catchphrases? Okay. Th okay. This is not a game where <laughs> we have to follow the instructions. Oh. Well, I was trying to help you out with an impression. I was like, think of my catchphrases. Like, what do I say a lot? And then that can be your impression of me. Take your artistic liberties. You got this. I don't know. Your catchphrases? I don't think you have catchphrases. You're not Lizzie McGuire. I totally do. <laughs> um, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean... You're not wrong. Or, or I also say that a lot. Or just doing a really like pissed off RBF. <laughs> That's what I would okay. do. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, what was your first impression of me? What surprised you after getting to know me? Oh, we've talked about this before, I think on the podcast, but my first impression of you was that you were very put together and like, quiet kind of hipstery because she had these laptop stickers that were like Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that and so I thought that she was just kind of like put together and cool and shy in the sense because like she didn't really yeah kind of shy um and then afterwards I, I wouldn't call Peyton a hipster <laughs> um but no, she's super nice, obviously. That's her friends. So she wasn't like, what surprised mean or you after getting to know me. Oh, that was it. Okay, what surprised me? Um something you wouldn't have expected about my personality or something. Or about how I live my life. Well, I didn't know you were vegan. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Guess After, like, living with me, did anything, like, <laughs> surprise you about knowing me more? I don't know. I feel like nothing was really, like, surprising. It was more so just, like, learning more about each other. But nothing was like, whoa. I mean, it was cool to find out that you danced because I didn't know that. We were working for a magazine, so, like, I wouldn't mm -hmm. have known anything about dancing. What am I most likely to walk out on a date because of? This should be pretty easy. Although I guess I couldn't walk out because what I was thinking of would be at the end. So if they didn't pay, if you're going out to dinner, if they, they didn't, didn't pay? tip well. Okay. Yeah. But I think that wouldn't really be walking stingy. out. Yeah. Okay. I think most likely to walk. Um, yeah, walk out of. <clears throat> I think if they were just like. I feel like a lot of people would walk out of this but if they're just like 
really openly like rude and offensive yeah I don't have anything specific for this so that's it yeah if they're just yeah. blatantly rude yeah because I feel be like you would be one to just kind of like stick it out <laughs> until the end because you wouldn't want to like make anybody upset cause problems so yeah. I think it would have to be like a big issue that you can't avoid Maybe if they yeah. were, like, really, really rude to, like, the wait staff, like, at mm. the very beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be something. so. So yeah. glad I don't have to date. Woo! Okay. Really? What are you proudest of yourself for? Permission to brag. That's what it I says. I hate this. I have to answer this? Mm-hmm. Or is this for you? No. Oh, I um I'm proud of myself for starting this podcast um I'm proud of myself for I'm proud of the scholarship that I earned for my university mm-hmm. um I am proud of the friendships and relationships that I have built mm-hmm. can I add one yep nope what Oh, well, I don't know what you're going to say. Okay, I won't say anything if you don't want me to. It says permission to brag. I'm really myself. I really hate it. I don't like doing that at all. So hopefully that wasn't too You should. It's not cringy. The card (laughs) gave you permission to do it. I know. (laughs) So. All right, there you go. Let's see what your card is. Who is your first best friend and one thing about them? Okay. I definitely think I might have technically had like another first best friend before this person, but I was probably, but I was so little that like I can't really remember it that well. So I think Mm -hmm. that my first best friend, her name was Sydney, and I think we met in preschool, kindergarten. And mm-hmm. we remained best friends until eighth grade, 14 or so. So almost like 10 years. And wow. yeah, and we were very close. Like we, that was like the closest friendship I ever had to like a Disney Channel friendship <laughs> where like mm-hmm. people, you would go over each other's house all the time. Um, and like, I was really close with her family and like, we were very close. We'd have sleepovers all the time. And like, I have a lot of memories with her. We both danced. So Mm -hmm. we had that in common. We were very similar. Um, And what was it? One thing about them. Well, I'm not friends with her anymore. We stopped being friends. When I went away to high school, I went to a different high school. And our friendship kind of faded away but she she was a really like great first best friend to have um and I'm I look back at like my memories with her from my childhood and they're happy memories like I'm glad that as a child I was able to have like a best friend that I did like a lot of fun things with um Mm -hmm. like I I am very grateful for that, that I definitely got to experience that. But I think 
us not being friends anymore was very difficult for me because I had never really experienced something like that before. Um, And I think I also probably could have handled ending the friendship better because sometimes I have a tendency for just cutting off ties and leaving it at that. So I don't know if I necessarily regret it, but it definitely wasn't, it, it was very clear that our friendship had kind of come to an end. And I had mm-hmm. to kind of realize that like, that was a friendship that was supposed to last for like a chapter of my life, which was my childhood. Um, now mm-hmm. I was moving on to high school and now I had different friends. And those friends that I had in high school are my high school friends. And that is a, another past chapter of my life but overall like I do look back on my memories with her and they are very like happy so I am grateful for that oh this is cute if you could relive an iconic day in our friendship what would it be Ooh, (laughs) I think it'd have to be something in London there were so many good days um maybe I'm trying to remember the name of the place. That's like half the <laughs> battle. I'm like, wait, where were we? I think it was when we went to Portobello Market and we went to like a bunch of thrift shops and shops and we went in like this cool vintage store that like, went down. I mean, an iconic day of our friendship. I wouldn't want to relive this, but Deal, England was an iconic day in our friendship. No. But I wouldn't want to relive it because that's the day that Peyton had her phone stolen on the train as you're trying to go. It was traumatizing. An iconic day up until that point. We literally had a great day exploring this random little beach town. Sorry to call it random, but we were exploring this small beach town in England. We were walking on the beach and we went on the pier, which looked exactly like the one from the you and I video. I will cry. Don't get me started. I swear. (laughs) Um, you and I by One Direction, obviously. Um, we got ice cream. We went and saw like this little castle. It truly was a fantastic day up until the point where we were on the tube and Peyton realized that she didn't, on the train. It wasn't even the tube. We were on a train and we realized that Peyton didn't have her phone. So I won't relive that. Literally, honestly, I can't pick a single day because there's so many iconic moments in London. (laughs) I don't want to relive that first day. No offense. (laughs) I remember the first day that I showed up to London, I thought that Peyton was going to be at Heathrow waiting for me. Okay. But that was a miscommunication on my end. Okay. It was a miscommunication on my end. However, I had just gotten off of this six plus hour flight. I'm thinking that Peyton's at the airport waiting for me and that we were going to go to our apartment together. And I call her and she's like, oh yeah, like I took a cab, like I'm at the apartment now. And I'm like, oh, okay, but it wasn't a big deal. I navigated the tube, I made it there. Then the second that I walk in the door, Peyton rushes up to me and is like, thank goodness you're here. This place is terrible. Look at the couch (laughs) and look at the wall and look at how small the refrigerator is and nothing is clean, freaking out. Mind you, again, I had just gotten off of a six hour flight, navigated a one hour train ride and had to (laughs) carry all of my luggage from the closest tube stop to, um, my apartment and it is the middle of summer and I'm dressed for winter because we had to pack everything 
for like three months in a suitcase, a carry-on and a backpack. So I was beyond tired by the time I got to the apartment and Peyton was just freaking out. And I remember that night I sat on the steps in front of our apartment and I called my mom and was like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Did I just make a massive mistake by flying across an ocean to live here for three months? Like this is insane. But obviously things worked out because we have a ton of iconic moments from the deal trip to Portobello Market, Camden Market, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I went to a musical. We saw Mary Poppins. Like, so many museums. Honestly, that whole trip, iconic moment for our friendship. Can't pick a single day. I want to chime in. The Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. That That was was really, that was nice when your parents came. Yeah. Yeah. I want to chime in and say this might sound lame but I actually really enjoyed our time together um sophomore year in our dorm yeah that I was just fun think, too I just think it was because we were really getting to know each other mm-hmm. and so there were so many times where we would just like sit on like one another's beds and yeah. just like talk for hours and hours and hours or like look at like old photos or something or all the times that we like went to Target or we like did these DIYs because we had nothing else to do we painted pumpkins pump- that was cute that was I, really cute you showed me Twilight for the first time remember that yes iconic yeah. moment in our friendship yeah yeah so I also now I'm thinking about this a lot um the first day that I went and visited you in Maryland is probably uh, my favorite day of our friendship that was good it, it was, was so a very random <laughs> it was a very eventful day but I also like I felt very welcomed in by your family and it was so it was so nice to like witness you around your family oh (laughs) and I very much so understood why you are who you are like how you're the nicest person ever because your family is so nice and I like I felt very at home even though it wasn't my home so is that when my mom cooked dinner was that the first night or did she well, when the bat came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a side story. Um, so when Peyton was at my house <laughs> for a few days last year, my dad's outside watching TV with my sister. Peyton and I are standing in the kitchen and the TV is on in our living room. And all of a sudden I swear that I hear somebody scream. And I'm thinking, I think Peyton might've said like, oh, it's on TV yeah then I hear the scream again and it's my mom screaming at the top of her lungs I think that something has gone horribly wrong like my mother is injured something is something is like horribly wrong I've never heard a person scream and have it sound like pure terror like that before like this was a scream that I've never heard come out of my mother's mouth yeah so I rush outside and I'm like dad something's wrong you have to come inside and he has no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm like, get in here. And then my mom is yelling to my dad to get in the house. Lo and behold, a bat, a bat 
is in my parents' room, and my mother was on the ground in full, like, fetal oh position, <laughs> hiding from this bat, and we're freaking out because my dad has to, like, oh, sorry, animal people, kill it with the broom because we couldn't do anything. And I turned to Peyton because, okay, look, I live in the suburbs, but bats, who gets a bat in their house? Oh my God. That's un heard of so I turned to Peyton I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry like you are gonna think that we are insane this has never happened before no I promise you there are no bats in our house there are no animals in our house we don't have pets we got nothing going on here and it was absolutely it was absolute madness and then I think my mom came downstairs and finished um we we like finished having dinner and then we sat down in our kitchen and had family dinner after a bat nearly yeah. See, if it was me telling the story, I would say that I, a bat almost killed me because that's my line. Everything almost kills me. We have so many iconic moments. Couldn't pick one. We had to go through our all of memory lane. Yes. That was nice. What conversation are you avoiding? Many. I have anxiety. <laughs> um, Maybe hmm. just say one then. I can think of a couple. Oh. Um... Not with you. Oh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> I was you. like, whoa. Um, <laughs> we just went on this nice trip down memory lane. How'd you supposed to be like, yeah. Yeah, I've really been avoiding having Remember when I was at your house? You. Um, actually, no. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna be vague. Um, but I'm going to say it involves a family member that I haven't spoke to in like two Two years two years I think it's been two years actually which is insane to me um so I I guess just the fact that I haven't spoken to them in general is a conversation that I'm avoiding but I don't want to say I'm avoiding it because um I have chosen to distance myself from this person and I think that it is it's a very difficult decision but I think it's the hard decision that I needed to make um but I know that at one point in my life I'm going to see this person again um and so when I am around them I think having the conversation about why I felt like I needed space from them Mm -hmm. and the ways in which they've hurt me is a Mm -hmm. conversation that I need to have with them. And I guess you could say I'm avoiding it only because one, I have told them these things before, but they just don't really listen um, or only ever really think about themselves. So they're not, they always forget about what I say, but Mm -hmm. also because this person causes me a lot of anxiety and so I don't want to put myself through that and be very vulnerable with this person and then to just have them kind of use that vulnerability to like manipulate me or something so like yes I'm avoiding it but I think I am avoiding it for a good reason like for the better it's not a it's not a good situation to be in and I think that if anybody has um I don't know situations like that with family members it 
it's it's very hard and it's very difficult um so i i feel you on that one <laughs> if anyone is listening that is struggling with a family member so yes yeah. wow that got that got a little sad okay okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you wish you got more credit for okay sometimes i wish i got more credit for, I don't know, I think growing up, my answer would definitely be how hard or how hard I try at like school. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I always used to feel like I, um, like people thought that everything just came naturally to me. And I wanted the credit for like me knowing how much work I was putting in behind the scenes that like people aren't supposed to see anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wanted more credit for like that. Um, I don't really feel that way anymore, like now though. So I guess, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a point, I'm at a point where, I mean, my, my work is, is fine. Um, my school's fine. I feel like all my relationships, like friendships and relationships are in good places. So I don't really think I could ask for anything else as far as credit goes, Mm -hmm. but for an answer, I would definitely say, like, historically, it's been wanting academic validation mm-hmm. or people crediting me for all of my hard work mm-hmm. and just general effort that I put into things. Because I think that sometimes that can go, sometimes I thought that that was going unnoticed. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I'm, I'm good now. Yeah, that's so, good. What are you still processing? many things (laughs) um huh let's see um I think I'm still processing the fact that my I'm going to be vague again my one of my relationships with a close family member is absolutely nothing like it used to be and this is not referring to the last family member I talked about it's a different one um my relationship with this person has changed drastically over the past like probably more than a couple years like the last few years for like end of high school and then a lot throughout college uh we were just like attached to the hip we were so close did everything together um and I have grown up I am no longer a little girl anymore and so um yes like my interests and different things have changed but like I my personality has I don't necessarily even think changed it's just that like I have grown into myself yeah um because I am an adult now and I have figured out uh, what I like, what I don't like, potentially what I want to do and who I want to be. And I guess that that doesn't really align with what this family member likes in general, but also what they um, expected of me. Yeah. Um, So I think, I honestly, I think not necessarily fully living up to the expectations for this family member is something that I'm still processing. And I think a bit of the, um, 
yeah, the loss of that relationship no longer really being the way that it was. And I don't know if it'll ever really go back to that is something that I'm still processing um, like a lot that is currently very present in my life. I'm obviously going through family issues. This is literally what this is. <laughs> oh okay. my goodness. Oh my okay. goodness. Does anyone else listening have family trauma? Because same girl. I distance myself when blank. And I think that it's the I is referring to you. Okay. I distance myself when I feel like I'm not being appreciated. I think that that has happened in several friendships where I have felt like I'm really, you know, putting in an effort and trying to be there for that person. And then I start to distance myself when I realize that it is very much a one-sided, the effort is only coming from me. And that's when I kind of will distance myself. Or, I mean, I distance myself when I realize that, you know, a person has changed beyond the point of like, you know, normal, like, evolution and like growing up like people obviously Mm -hmm. change as they get older but there have been situations where a person is just when you take a step back from them and then like maybe you reconnect and you just realize that because you were so close to them there were so many things about them that you couldn't see or like yeah you were just too close to realize certain things or you were so close that you brushed off a lot of things yeah if you kind of like in like maybe on purpose or even not on purpose, you kind of take a step back from that person. If you revisit it, sometimes they look entirely different. Like you Mm -hmm. just see them in such a different light. And to me, like that would be a moment when I would officially distance myself. Like the initial distancing might not have been intentional, but after that, and like after really understanding or coming to terms with who that person is at that moment, that would definitely be a moment when I would distance myself if I realized that no we aren't we are not compatible in the way that we might have been at one point or in a way that I thought we were at one Mm. point so yeah yeah I think those are my answers for that that's a good answer (gasps) both players draw their best idea for matching tattoos 30 seconds (gasps) share draw wait I don't have anything to draw Okay, should we just say it on the count of three? Oh, okay, that's better. <laughs> I'm like, right. I have a pencil, but I don't have paper. On the One. count of three, we'll say it. Two, okay. three. Cherries. Cherries. Yes! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing you never said to your ex, but wish you did? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I don't think I ever, I'm sure that I did. But I don't think I ever apologized in a way that I would have wanted to. Or, like, I don't think that there was ever, like, a formal conversation. Like, I broke up with that person. And, you know, the conversation went as it normally does. And, like, I don't regret, you know, breaking up with them because I'm in a happier place now, obviously. But I think if I could have... I don't know I think that we never had I didn't want 
to kind of like continue like being friends after which I do think was smart Mm -hmm. but you know they started seeing somebody else and I just felt like I never really got the chance to explain why um I didn't want to be friends or like maybe give like more of an apology or like maybe just in hindsight Mm -hmm. to be like hey like I'm sorry that you know things happened the way that they did I didn't mean for them to go that way but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know that's a good answer I'm sure that I said I'm sorry like a million times like during the actual breakup but Mm -hmm. I think having time to reflect on it since then yeah I just would have been like hey like I know that that was kind of a shitty situation that I that I put I put you in and you know I'm I'm sorry I didn't know at the time and I don't regret it either if that makes sense but I am sorry for how it Mm -hmm. all kind of happened that's a very mature answer when was the last time you were a bad friend what could you have done differently well I feel like uh, I feel like I am always a bad friend what so (laughs) that is not what I thought you were gonna say oh my god (laughs) I live with this, I live with this constant um, feeling slash worry that like, it doesn't matter how close I am to somebody. I always have like this voice in the back of my mind being like, this person actually doesn't like you. And it's really annoying. Um, (laughs) I'm making a sad face right now for all of our listeners. Um, oh my gosh. I, I just deal with feeling like a burden a lot of the time. Um, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like who I am as a person and all that I come with can make a friendship very heavy and therefore I feel like that just makes me like I don't even know if a bad friend but just like not a person that you want to be around um not not you I'm just like generally that someone would want to be around so I that that's kind of how I feel um I really like to think that like I'm not a bad friend, but there are a lot of times where I feel like, um, yeah, just like the things that I'm dealing with and stuff, it can be like a lot to ask of somebody to, you know, support me with. And sometimes that makes me feel like I'm being a bad friend because I just... I feel like I can rely on people a lot too much. And I don't think that's necessarily fair to people. Um, But yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm here to say that. And that also is not me fishing for compliments either. (laughs) No, I know it's not, but I'm still about to say my piece. First off, the things that you've gone through are not your fault. And therefore they're, you are in no way, shape, or form a burden for wanting to talk about them. And 
share your feelings and share your thoughts and experiences like hello that is what friends are for so no you're not a burden okay and you're not a bad friend all right we all have our individual unique struggles life experiences things that annoy us you know and so we're all just figuring it out but that does not make you or anybody else for that matter having similar experiences a bad friend yeah okay I think I'm just yeah I'm a little I'm a little insecure about that I also feel like I can be very controlling like a control freak and I think that's something about me that I'm becoming to realize more and more and it really bothers me so I think that sometimes I need to take a step back because I think sometimes I'm too much and I don't recognize it so (laughs) I think that we all kind of have our own insecurities but I think the most important thing is like I think what's important to realize is like I didn't know that that was an insecurity of yours and so a lot of the times the things that we're insecure about the people around us don't even realize they don't even see those things they don't think those things about us they don't see them yeah they're internal and so you know we have to kind of be able to reflect on that as on our own and kind of recognize where Mm -hmm. those insecurities stem from because it is like we have to work on them ourselves and obviously the people around us can help us like deal with those insecurities too but I think remembering that like most of the things that we're insecure about are things that other people would have no idea or like never even think of is something like to try to remember whether Mm -hmm. it's a personality trait or like a um something about your body that you're insecure about I think just remembering that a lot of the times everybody else is so focused on themselves and so in their heads about their own insecurities that like those things don't even register half the time with other people okay I think that this will be our last connection card have you ever had a friendship breakup before what did it teach you yeah I feel like I alluded to that already in this episode um I have had a friendship breakup before and what was the follow-up part what did it teach you it taught me that people grow apart I think the same thing that you were saying with the whole chapter situation it's like sometimes you think that a person is going to be in your life for a very long time and they end up just being a part of it for a chapter and that doesn't make that friendship any less significant or any less like valuable or important because for what it was at that time that was what y'all needed from each other but Mm -hmm. it's okay that after that point ended that it ended I didn't I hadn't really experienced that before to that level because I was friends with this person probably for I mean for a good three years of high school right and I thought that we were going to be like lifelong friends stay friends all throughout college like be an active part of each other's lives and the summer before our freshman year of college everything kind of disintegrated and it was crazy because it was it felt it felt crazy to go from seeing somebody every day and being that close to them and then suddenly not talking yeah like at all yeah um yeah it was a good learning experience in terms of truly learning how to deal with a friendship breakup yeah okay 
now and it to is close time things out <laughs> to reflect oh this is kind of sweet okay and we'll i think we both kind of answer this for okay. one another what do you wish i could see in myself that you see in me uh, <laughs> to go first. that is cute i'll go first okay i wish but like I just wish that you could see how many positive qualities that you have. Like, I think so often you just want to like look at all the negatives and all the reasons why people wouldn't want to be friends with you or wouldn't want to like, like, yeah, wouldn't want to hang out with you. And I'm like, but what about all of these other reasons asked why somebody would want to be friends with you? Like, I just wish that you could see all of the positive things that you bring. Like, I think that you're incredibly intelligent you're kind, you're very sarcastic, which I appreciate in people. I think that you have like a good sense of style. You're very into like different hobbies. Like you have a lot of different interests. And I think that's really interesting, especially coming from somebody who has no hobbies. Um, throw back to some episodes before where we addressed the fact that I have no hobbies. Um, and I think that generally you're like a very passionate person. I don't think that you half-assed anything and I think that that's like a really good quality to have and so I just wish that you could sometimes focus on like all of the things that you do bring to the table rather than the things that you feel like you're lacking even though I usually disagree with the things that you say you're lacking anyway but I wish that you were <laughs> able to kind of shift your mindset a little bit to maybe like try to look on the positive side of things more often rather than always like not always, but rather than being more likely to look at the negatives, just kind of trying yeah. to like be more like, well, not well-rounded, that's not the word, just like being more open to positivity. Yeah, I also Negativity wish I drags you depression. down. Hey, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair at all. Oh, geez. Just critiqued my depressed friend and told her to be happy. I'm kidding. Uh, that's not Thank what I you. meant. Okay. I personally think that you are the best person I know. And mm. I wish that, I don't know. I wish that you could see and recognize how, um, two things, how like big these accomplishments that you've made in your life are. And the fact that like, you are worthy of these accomplishments. There's that. Thank you. Um, and I also, <laughs> I also wish you um, could see how much of a positive impact you make on other people's lives. I think. <laughs> this is so sweet. Oh my gosh. I think, I think that anyone that has ever interacted with you, regardless of where they stand, like, in your life now, they have been positively impacted in some way by knowing you, and I think you have this really, like, very rare way of being able to do that and I don't think a lot of people have that and I wish that 
you could see that. So. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Peyton. That was so <laughs> sweet. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, maybe reflecting isn't that bad. I think that was good overall. Yeah. So that was a little taste of we're not really strangers. Yes. That was that was good. I feel like that was a cool game. That was good. I'm glad that I didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> because that would have made McKenna very uncomfortable. Yes, yes, it would have. <laughs> Check out our personalities episode. Yeah. Also, yeah. I really I really enjoy complimenting people. So this was a really nice way for me to say nice things about McKenna, and she has to sit and listen to them. <laughs> Oh. She doesn't she doesn't like that. I'm really bad with compliments. I just don't know what to do. I just awkwardly say thank you, which is exactly what I did. But I did mean the thank you. I always mean it. I just get very shy. <laughs> like, yeah, I just get very shy when that happens. So Yeah. Working on it. But yeah. um yeah, hopefully, you know, once again y'all learned more things that you didn't ask to yeah. know but now you know about yeah. us <laughs> and our yeah. friendship I feel like this is a really cool thing to do with people you know they have like a relationship one I think like a family member one too Ooh. um so yeah it was it was nice because you never really like sit down with with people you're close with and like ask them meaningful questions like this. Um, and I like doing that. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. I don't necessarily know if we knew, got to know more about one another, but I definitely think it's just like a practice of being more vulnerable yeah. and having open conversations with people you care about, um, which I think is very important. So. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So there you go. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at notagirlbosspod and over on TikTok at notagirlboss underscore underscore. We are working yes. on creating some fun content. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, by the time you see this, our latest TikTok will be out where we play the He's a 10, but. <laughs> um, so, hopefully, y'all enjoyed that. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.